right, here we go. Sarah here. Welcome back to another episode of Your Fucking Welcome. Today, I want to talk to you about money, about money mindset, and more specifically, a mistake that I see a lot of women, specifically women in the coaching industry, make when it comes to money. I feel like, again, like us, just being in this world, right, so many of us are inundated with this information in terms of working on your money mindset, working through the money blocks, blah, 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 right? Like, I feel like our industry as a whole has this, I don't know, like just unique view, like a unique perspective on money as opposed to most of the world, but also as opposed to most other entrepreneurs, right? Like, again, I don't see any other industry, any other women that own businesses talking as big and as boldly about money as we tend to. And in that, I feel like there are, again, a lot of misconceptions or there are ways in which that I think a lot of people are being misled. And I had a conversation with one of my clients a couple weeks ago, and I got so fired up as we were talking about this and as she was sharing this story with me, and I knew that it was something that I had to kind of shine light on for you as well, just because, well, A, I think it's so incredibly important to really understand and grasp this, but I know that I struggled with this as well. And I, you know, I so deeply wish that I had kind of seen it more clearly back then. And so the story, right, the thing that she was sharing with me in a nutshell and without giving out too many details here she was sharing with me that she, and this is somebody who makes a really good amount of money, right? She has a successful business, is doing really well for herself and has built it from nothing. She went through a really difficult time and she had no choice but to start a business. And here we are years later with her completely crushing it. And she was sharing with me that she had a repairman essentially uh, come over to the house to fix something for her family. And It turns out like not long after she realized that a couple items were stolen from her house and it was one of those things where it's impossible to, you know, have had anybody else kind of like walk out with it. Like it sounds like they have a bunch of people in and out of the house all the time. And again, it was just an obvious situation. And she said something to me along the lines of, you know, it sucks because it was a couple thousand dollars and it's unfortunate and it's frustrating, but you know, like he must have needed it more than us. Or, you know, I know that I should not care about this because I can make that money easily or or something along those lines. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no, no. This is not a situation where the goal, when it comes to how we think about money and how we operate with money, the goal is not for us to be so comfortable that we say that we don't give a fuck about money and people can take things from us and we can throw it out the window and not care. That's not the goal, right? The goal is to get comfortable. Yes. With money. The goal is to get comfortable with newer and bigger numbers and to stretch yourself. And of course, to give more, all of those kind of things, but never in a million years would I want to see anybody sit there and say that like, Oh, I am making good money now. And because I don't want to come from a place of lack and scarcity, I'm okay with somebody coming into my home and completely disrespecting me, right? Like that feels so intrusive. It feels so invasive. It feels so gross, right? The thought of somebody coming into the most private thing you have and taking something that is yours without permission. Again, the goal is not for us to just brush that off because we make enough, right? 
The goal is again to respect money. And I think that so many people, again, really get this wrong in the name of abundance. I've shared this many times, but I really went through a period in 2018 where I was really spending recklessly in the name of abundance, right? Like we had our first $500,000 a year in 2017. 2018 was also a $500,000 a year, but it was a really difficult year from a cash flow perspective. I know you've heard me say that a million times, but it was really, really, really difficult. And it was difficult for many different reasons, but it was largely difficult because of the fact that I kind of taught myself, told myself, convinced myself that in order to be at the next level, quote unquote, I have to not care about money. I have to be able to invest in whatever I want to, or I get to spend on whatever I want to. And I shouldn't care about, again, the fact that I bought, I don't know, a couple different shirts and then I didn't wear them and then I didn't return them. And I was trying to get myself to this place where I believe that you couldn't waste money. And again, it was just something that it can always come back in. And so I was being so reckless again, in the name of abundance, because that's what I thought I I was supposed to do. And it feels really silly saying that, but it was where I was. And again, not that my client in particular, she doesn't, she definitely doesn't spend recklessly or anything like that. But again, it was just this clarifying like conversation in the sense of like, no, just because we make money and just because we, yes, do believe that more money is on its way. It doesn't mean we don't give a fuck about the money that we have. It doesn't mean that we don't honor and respect the money and the things that we have right now. And yes, again, like I understand kind of the, I don't know, the, the thought process of like, okay, somebody else needed it more than me. While at the same time, again, nobody gets to come into your personal space and take what is not theirs. Like that's not okay. Of course it's not okay. I feel like that goes without saying, of course, but again, I wanted her and therefore you to understand that like, just because you might feel triggered about, let's just say spending too much on something, or you feel as though, you know, you were charged two times as much at a restaurant or at a store. And you're kind of feeling like, Oh, but I shouldn't care. And like, that sounds silly, but I know that's what so many of us do. I just want you to kind of like stop in your tracks here and remember the deep, deep, deep importance of again, honoring your money, because when it comes to you signing up for a coach, when it comes to you signing up for a program, when it comes to you, again, the clothes that you buy, the furniture that you buy, any of it, The goal always is for you to buy things that you actually desire and things that you are actually going to appreciate versus spending money because you can and then letting that thing again, go to waste in your refrigerator, like not ever get worn. I know that I definitely still do that from time to time. And it's something that really bugs me about myself. And I've gotten so much better at it. And I really allow it to happen so much less frequently, but it is still a thing. And I know that's a thing for all of us, which is of course why I'm bringing it up. But the idea that again, I I know we've all heard a lot of people say things like you can't waste money. You can't waste money. And I just, I, for one, like I used to try to convince myself of that. I probably have said that many times, but I see really clearly like years later that like, no, me buying, you know, two bags of vegetables, whatever it is and letting it rot in the refrigerator. Sure. I had the money and it was no big deal and I don't have to beat myself up over it while at the same time that's wasteful. 
And that doesn't feel good to me. And it doesn't mean that I'm coming from a place of lack and scarcity for that to bother me, right? It just means that I get to say that like, that's not what I want to do. That's not who I want to be. And I get to course correct, of course. And so again, I'm just bringing this up today because I feel like lack and scarcity, like just the conversations around lack and scarcity and the conversations around money blocks, I think get so confused and so the wires can get so crossed in our industry when so many of us are again, striving to this place of like feeling like the wealthy woman, being the wealthy woman, operating like the wealthy woman. But if you don't give a shit about flying first class, don't you dare spend a couple extra thousand dollars to fly first class just because you think you're supposed to. If you don't care about designer shoes, don't worry about designer shoes, right? Like this is where you get to be abundant and wealthy in whatever way that means for you. And again, I just wanted to bring this up today just from the perspective of not allowing you to A, put yourself in a bad financial situation, but B, just as important, not putting pressure on yourself to believe that you're supposed to think in a way that again, you don't care about money or that you're just again, so free with money that money no longer matters because of course, like what a ridiculous thing to say, right? So many people need things, would appreciate things. And so when we are working hard for our money, when we are working hard to build these businesses, what I want for you is I want for you to be in a place of knowing yourself so deeply that you spend money, you invest money on things that you really give a fuck about and you give yourself permission to to hold back where it's not important to you, right? Not spend wastefully. Like how often do all of us buy a bunch of shit we don't need just so it crowds our house more and like stresses us out and it doesn't actually give us anything, right? We're attempting to kind of like turn to that spending for like emotional reasons so often or we feel like it's gonna give us something and it mostly never does, right? I want you to look at something and be like, does this make me feel rich? Does this make me feel happy? And I'm not spending my money on anything that I have lukewarm feelings about, right? I'm not allowing myself to just spend because I can, because again, like I said, so many people need things. Of course, we all know that, right? So many people need things. There's so much good that you can do with your money, or you can work a fuck of a lot less rather than working towards something, working so hard to buy things you don't even want in the first place because you think it means something about you if you don't, right? You think it means something about you if you actually care about holding on to, again, in this case of this story, like your possessions that are rightfully yours. No, you're allowed to be upset that you lost quote unquote money in that way. And you're allowed to, again, pick and choose what is important enough for you to actually spend on. And again, it doesn't mean anything negative about you. If you are in a place of sitting there and simply saying, you know, buying that thing, investing in that thing is not important to me, right? Or no, it's actually really hurtful and disrespectful to me that money was wasted in this way and it's not okay with me and I'm gonna take action. Because I said to her, I was like, you know, it's because the the person that came into her home worked for a particular company and I was like, I think an important thing that we should reframe here is, okay, so let's say you have the money and it doesn't matter that this person took these things, right? Thousands of dollars worth of things. Let's say it doesn't matter to you. But I was like, isn't the right thing to do to call this company? Because we know that this person is going around from house to house, right? Operating on other homes, operating on other pieces of equipment and they're going to do that to the next family or the next family after that. Or 
never forgetting what an important thing accountability is because allowing somebody to get away with something like that, that's not the loving thing to do for them. The loving thing to actually do for them is to stop that type of cycle in its tracks, right? And again, not that this person has like any personal relationship with my client. It's not her duty to like, I don't know, like get that person on the right track. But I hope you hear what I'm saying here that like, actually, if we're sitting there coming from the perspective of abundance, to me, that's where it's like taking action for the greater good, right? Not simply brushing it off because we have the money. And again, it would mean that we were coming from a place of lack to, to care. We think we're not supposed to care. No, fuck that. You're allowed to care. You're allowed to care about your money. And I just deeply believe over and over again that the more that we do that, the more that we honor ourselves, honor others, and honor our money, I think that everybody is so much better off for that. And I just wanted to, again, take that story and share that with you and it be a means of reminding you that you don't have to play into this nonsense that again, I know is just like spewed at you so often. And there's, there's so, there's no shortage of it in terms of you feeling as though you have to think and act and operate and spend a certain way to get to a certain level. And it's all bullshit, right? It's all bullshit. I want you to just look within yourself and pay attention to what is important to you and honor what is important to you and operate in a way that's aligned and authentic to you versus attempting to fit in or be something that you might not actually be simply because somebody else preached to you that you're, you're incapable or, you know, you're not, it's not going to be possible for you to get to a certain level unless you let go of certain blocks. Because again, it all comes back to you and the energy from which you're doing anything always. And again, I just want to remind you of that. Okay. I will talk to you next episode. Bye.